Hi, Jay. This is Len Edgerly from audiopodchronicles.com. I'm standing here in the room as you're talking to the people lined up after your presentation of 10 Golden Rules for uh, launching and promoting a new podcast here at PodCamp Boston. It was a great session. I think your way of presenting this material is very accessible. There's some humility in it. There's some curiosity about what other people have to say. So you're a pretty good example to me of the power of... Uh, the personality giving the message, uh, really infusing the message and making it feel like it was useful. So anyway, it was terrific. And uh, I subscribed to your podcast as I was sitting here at the table and added you on Twitter and we'll look forward to uh, following you. Glad that I had a chance to find out about your stuff. Thanks a lot. Welcome to lucky episode number 13 of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. We have a live recording of our interactive PodCamp Boston presentation. We'll explain why the world is a better place and share some great PodSafe music from Natalie Gelman. So let's go. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time this podcast finds you. Thank you so much for taking a little time with lucky episode number 13. And a big thank you to Len Edgerly, who sent a audio podcast call-in right off the top of the show. Not only did Len participate in the show, but he was Twittering during the presentation. And he and others created a standing room only crowd for the presentation. We started out with about 60 people and we ended up with people standing in the aisles and crowded at the back of the room. Now, if you aren't familiar with Twitter, it's a cross between instant messaging and a mini blog post that you send to everyone who has chosen to follow you on Twitter. And at PodCamp Boston, they set up a special uh, uh, function on Twitter. And what, what, the way it worked was everyone who sent a, a note to Pod, P-O-D, everyone who was following PodCamp Boston got a copy of that little note. And Len was sending notes out about, well, here's golden rule number one, and here Jay's running around the room and um, interviewing people. And, and as people started getting those pods, they started coming in from the halls and coming in from other sections of PodCamp. So it was a lot of fun, and we recorded the whole thing live. And I'm going to get to that um, after uh, just doing a couple introductory sessions on this podcast. As well, we've posted the companion PowerPoint presentation on the website. So you can get all of the links we talk about and all of uh, the, the entire PowerPoint presentation that we went through in um, the, the, the live presentation. So you can follow along uh, golden rule number one, obviously, and go through those slides, golden rule number two. Uh, just a little housekeeping. If this is your first 10 Golden Rules podcast and you enjoy it, please go to iTunes. Click on the iTunes store and search for 10 Golden Rules. You can subscribe to this podcast for free. And every week when we release a podcast, you'll get a copy downloaded to your iTunes software. You don't need an iPod to listen to the podcast on iTunes. Um, so you can listen to it on your computer on iTunes. Or you can, if you have a, a, an MP3 player, you can download it and take it with you. Um, we, what we do on this podcast is we look at leading trends and tactics 
in internet marketing both to improve your business of internet marketing but also to look at personal trends things that can improve your online productivity or just give you a little bit of fun so um, please you know participate subscribe and also join the conversation like Len did call our free digital audio recording line at any time 206-888-6606 that call in number again is 206-888-6606 and go ahead and mention your website or your podcast. We'll be happy to, to talk about what you're up to and share an opinion or ask us a question and we'll inc include your comments on a future show. Now I have a whole bunch of audio from the American Marketing Association event two weeks ago, the Interactive Marketing Association event last week, but I'm going to hold all of that for one more week and I promise we'll get to all of that next week because I just want to share the experience of PodCamp Boston, which was really, really, really incredible. So first, let me do a couple more details and then back to Boston with live audio. The week of November 5th to 9th, that's next week, I'll be at Ad Tech New York. And we're, we're going to do a ton of recording. We're going to have a gr bunch of content coming out of Ad Tech. We've got a bunch of great interviews lined up. We're also planning a marketing meetup, just a casual dinner or cocktails on Tuesday night the 6th. Um, so if you're going to be at Ad Tech or you're, gonna, or you're in New York City, please get in touch. Uh, send me an email to podcast at 10goldenrules.com or j at 10goldenrules.com. Give us a call uh, at, over at 10 Golden Rules. And we definitely would like to get in touch with you and get you to join with a bunch of like-minded marketers at our marketing meetup Tuesday, November the 6th in New York City. We're also getting closer to the American Marketing Association's Internet Marketing Boot Camp. That'll take place on Wednesday, November 14th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We're going to share a full day, a total deep dive on absolutely everything you need to know to become a certified internet marketing professional. We're going to cover search engine marketing. We're going to cover natural search, pay-per-click search, conversion strategies, website design uh, strategies and tactics, usability. And we're also going to cover the leading trends, the Web 2.0, uh, 10 leading trends in uh, Web 2.0. So information is available at amasouthflorida.org. Or you can also find information at 10goldenrules.com. We'd love to see you at the full day session, November 14th, uh, for the AMA. And the, the last big event we have coming up uh, in the calendar year is December 10th. I will be presenting at the Specialized Information Publishers Association. It's the 24th Annual Marketing Conference at the Lowe's Hotel in Miami. Links to all of these events are listed on our homepage and at 10goldenrules.com. Just running a little uh, pod safe music in the background from an artist by the name of Natalie Gelman. And we were happy enough to see Natalie performing at PodCamp Boston. If you want to hear the full um, audio recording, you want to hear the full song, please stick with the podcast to the end. And I'm going to play Natalie Gelman's song called Never. And we'll tell you a little bit, of, little bit about the PodSafe Music Network and all the parts, PodSafe artists that played live at PodCamp Boston. I also wanted to share some absolutely... Uh, tremendous news a really good trend that I, I i think is happening in society and i think it's coming out of social media i honestly believe that social media is making the world a slightly better place after spending the weekend at podcamp boston there was such an incredible sense of community that i honestly believe that that, that sense of sharing and giving will seep into the rest of society everyone is absolutely so willing to help make you better personally to share with you how to podcast, how to blog, how to improve your personal brand. And this is engendering a real spirit of kindness and giving. 
There's a term describing people growing up with social marketing, and they're calling these folks digital natives. I'm not sure if I absolutely love the term, but I love the philosophy that if digital natives, uh, the kids today who are growing up with internet access and, and, and mobile phone access and blogs and podcasts and, and digital iPods, if these digital natives are infused with this sense of community that comes from social networking, I think this bodes really, really well for mankind. I know I'm ranting a little bit here, but let me tell you a little bit more about PodCamp Boston. The organizers were absolutely incredible. You know, if you're not familiar with the, the concept of a PodCamp, it was invented by two guys, Chris Brogan and Christopher S. Penn. I was happy, very, very pleased to meet those guys up in Boston. And, and PodCamps are absolutely free to attend. And the guys formed a volunteer organizing committee. And it was a real honor and pleasure to meet some of those organizers, including Brian Person, who's known online as Briper from the Newcom Road podcast. Doug Haslam did all the pre-show publicity with Topaz Partners. John Wall, who partners with Chris Penn on the fantastic Marketing Over Coffee podcast. And the incredibly organized Whitney Hoffman and Michelle Wolverton, some of the people in, behind the scenes who just did an incredible amount of work to make sure this massive event, there was over a thousand people registered and in attendance, and it was a big, big event, and they did all the back-end work to make sure this thing would run so smoothly and effectively. So a big tip of the hat to Whitney and Michelle and some other folks like Susan Ropp, Steve Sherlock, and Dave Lamort, who worked at registration and kept things running, and everyone was volunteering. The community is absolutely amazing. Um, superstar keynote speakers spoke for free. Podsafe musicians donated their performances. The sponsors, Pulver Media, donated the space in the beautiful brand new Boston and Expo Center and bought all the drinks for the party Saturday night. Another story kind of highlights the type of event and the type of community this is. One podcaster had a run of bad, bad luck, and he didn't have the means to get to PodCamp. And in within uh, about 10 minutes, a stream of emails went out to a bunch of uh, those of us who were planning to attend, and a scholarship w was arranged to cover the cost of his flight, and several others offered cash and car rides, and you know, within about five emails, he had had two or three places to stay, and someone else was buying him drinks, and and the community really comes together to take care of these kinds of things. Um, as I mentioned at the start of this uh, podcast, the organizer organizers have set up a special Twitter function, and when you send a tweet or a short Twitter message starting with pod to everyone at PodCamp, uh, everyone who was attending saw this message. And it was amazing to plug into these little pod tweets as people were using it to make impromptu meetups, find a date for dinner or lunch, and find out which session, <clears throat> excuse me, which sessions they were going, going to attend and which sessions were hot and, and, and where people were going next. Um, and lastly, I met some really, really amazing people at PodCamp. It was an absolute pleasure to meet the Hollywood podcaster, Tim Coyne, in person, and we, we sh sat down and, and shared a cold beverage. Tim is a warm, engaging individual. He's a world-class uh, character, and it was great to, to meet Tim in person. Uh, David Maester is, is, is one of the top management consultants in the world, and he blew us all away with his passionate message about the importance of giving and relationships in business. Uh, the... the uh, the Canadians absolutely rocked the podcast world. It was great to meet Hugh McGuire, the founder of a free audiobook podcast, LibriVox. And we have some audio with Hugh that will come up on a future show. 
Mark Blevis and Bob, Goy- Bob Goyetch from the Canadian Podcast Buffet were a lot of fun. Julian Smith has the Racy Hip Hop Podcast in over your head. And to give you a sense of some of the other incredible characters, I spent time getting to know. Um, the smashing Aussie Paul Young, strategic consultant Chuck Gerstetler, was at, um, at, at our session. I met some incredibly young and talented social media superstars like Amanda Mooney, Amy Yen, and Amanda Gravel. Um, I met website usability expert Jared Spool, Craig Calder, Scott Monty was there from All Things Sherlock, uh, Stephanie Rogers from Partners and Simmons, Norman Hulsman from the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, and you see there's a tremendous range of people. Cliff Ravenscraft from Bitcraft, Maynard Clark from the Vegetarian Resource Center, Chris Smith has an incredible podcast software that can track uh, how many downloads and, and actually serve as your feed uh, with a company called Room 214. Uh, I met a bright young new mediaist named Jonathan Bloom, uh, Craig Calder from Mochilla, uh, Travel Perkins has uh, an, an uh, eco egg, which is uh, looking after our um, environment. Uh, Matthew Grant from Aquent, and and just really an incredible community, people coming together, and and as as usual at a lot of these um, conferences, some of the best stuff was happening um, over cocktails or in the halls or over coffee, and really really great to be a part of the community. Anyways, enough about PodCamp Boston. Let's take a, a little uh, bumper break here, and then uh, we'll talk about our live session. Okay, so next up is the live session that I recorded at PodCamp Boston. And for those of you who's, who've listed, listened to some of our early episodes, you know, except for the last minute, we've been getting better at managing the technical details of the show. We've been adding features, we've been adding music, um, the, the bumpers are, are better and everything's a lot smoother. So what, what I did for this session is I recorded 10 Golden Rules for launching and promoting a new podcast based on the experience of developing and producing the 10 Golden Rules podcast. I want to make a special recognition on this show to my very good friend, Dr. Reese Halter. Reese is one of the world's leading experts on geomorphology and climate, and his specialty is on trees and the role trees play in um, delivering the carbon dioxide to us uh, to keep all, you know, sustain all, all of life on Earth. So Reese is a, a, an incredible person and a great friend of mine. We worked together in university radio going back uh, almost 20 years or more than 20 years at CKUW Radio. And I know Reese will be a great podcaster. So I dedicate this show to him. I really wanted to get these 10 golden rules down and, and get Reese going with podcasting because I think he can give a lot to the world um, when he shares his, his message about weather change uh, and, and climate. So the, the, coming, the, the, the coming audio is recorded live as I ran up and around the room taking interactive comments. They say none of us is as good as all of us and at least 20 people contributed uh, comments and, and value to this presentation. So what a tremendous community. Another thing is I lost a little bit of the audio and so uh, I just went back and re-recorded about four minutes of it so you'll see the levels come up and down a little bit. But let me get going with the live recording of the 10 Golden Rules uh, presentation from PodCamp Boston. Here we go. Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for coming. My name is Jay Berkowitz. I've done 12 episodes of a podcast, and so this session is, is kind of taking you through the journey that I've gone through 
which is as a little bit of a, you know, I was a newbie about six months ago when I started listening to a bunch of podcasts. And so I wanted to make, to try and sort of track everything I've done. Also for some friends of mine who wanted to start podcasts, everyone's asking me, how do you do it? How do you do it? So I tried to put it on paper or put it on PowerPoint. But I really want this session to be interactive. So I have my MicroTrack M Audio, and I know there's some of you in the room, some of you I begged and pleaded to be here with me, so thank you very much. What, what I'm doing is recording this session so that I can also make it a live podcast for my show, and I'm going to put the notes of the show on, on our podcast notes. But what I'd like to do is at the end of each golden rule, there's 10, 10 steps to sort of podcasting and promoting your podcast, I'm going to ask you to interact with me. And I'm going to bribe you a little bit to make sure you take part. Okay, so our objectives for today are to explain how to find a theme, how to find your voice for your podcast. We'll go into a few of the technical things on how to produce a podcast, how to find great discussion to topics and make it really interesting and entertaining, how to get listed in podcast directories and iTunes, how to get your podcast found in Google and the other search engines, We'll show you how to launch and promote a podcast. We'll look at some free promotional stuff and some paid opportunities. How to build a community, people who are going to listen and call in and interact with your blog and your podcast. How to create ongoing promotion and audience building. How to get those people to listen on a regular basis. And as I mentioned, at the end of every section, every golden rule, if you will, I'm going to ask everyone in the audience to contribute because none of us is as good as all of us. And as a community, I think we can really come up with some really great ideas to build on the slides that I've, I've developed here today. So before I get going, I just want to do a really quick, quick poll of the audience. Just give me a show of hands, please. How many in the audience have their own video cast? Okay, great, about five or six. And how many have their own podcast? About a third of the room, maybe a half. How many have listened to a podcast? Okay, most of you. And how many have called into a podcast with an audio comment or sent in a recorded comment? About 10 or 12. Okay, and how many have their own blog? A lot of you. Okay, probably about three quarters of the room. And how many have an avatar? About 10 or 15 have been in world. Very good. Second lifers. How many have uploaded a video to YouTube? About half of the room. That's great. That's really good. Um, MySpace pages, a few of you, how, how many are on Facebook? About a third, and LinkedIn, another third or so. Okay, that's really good. How many are on Twitter? How many Twitterers? Wow, a lot of Twitterers, that's great. And Jaiku? Oh, really, only, only five or six. And how about Pounce? Only four or five. So really, this is a Twitter audience, that's, that's very clear. And how many plan to start a podcast if you have one already? About 15 or 20. Okay, great. And, and that's really good. That's why you're here. So quickly, a little bit about my background. Uh, I worked for Coca-Cola and McDonald's early in my career. Got good brand experience. And then I went to work at Sprint in 1996, 1997. Started getting into the Internet, how to promote it, how to do stuff online. And I moved to Florida six years ago to work for a little dot-com called ediets.com. And I wrote a presentation for the Direct Marketing Association called the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing. And um, after the presentation, a bunch of people asked me if I do consulting, and we started a consulting business called 10 Golden Rules um, in 2003. So my personal podcast background, 
I st uh, we started a podcast for a client of ours on the webmasterradio.fm network, and the client was called moniker.com, and their podcast is still running today, or their live internet radio show on Webmaster Radio is called Domain Masters, and they cover the domain industry, and I was the first guest on that show. And I started listening to uh, some of the Webmaster Radio shows and the Daily Source Code. Um, Adam Curry, of course, the pod father. We all, um, you know, the first podcast was Adam Curry's Daily Source Code, or DSC. And I, I also started listening to the Electronic Groove podcast, which is a great sort of te house techno music show. Um, not, not too wild, nice music you can listen to while you're working. And when my, my personal tipping point with podcasting was when I started listening to Jaffe Juice, Joe Jaffe's podcast, Four Immediate Release, and Mitch Joel's Six Pixels of Separation. Because when I found podcasting in my area of interest, I now had something great that I could listen to when I was walking my dog, when I was commuting, when I was waiting for a plane. And for me, this was a really uh, interesting explosion of learning because I think one of the things that, that's different for me and probably most of you is I'm an auditory learner. I really love to take things in um, you know, verbally through the years and, and I get this great learning and I just love when I, when I discover things this way. So for me, um, I became really, really excited about podcasts in the last six to nine months and I started working on my podcast. Um, just really quickly, a little bit about our company, 10 Golden Rules. Uh, we, we do a lot of search engine marketing. This is an example of getting a company on the, on the top page of Google. Here's a, a conversion strategy. We do a lot of work on landing pages and different conversion. We do uh, viral marketing. This is a promotion we did for 1-800-PET-MEDS. And sec we're into Second Life. We um, try and test whatever is new and experimental. This is a Halloween costume party we had in the Annie's Costume Store last week. A lot of fun um, had in Second Life. So without further ado, the 10 golden rules for launching and promoting a, a new podcast. And rule number one is you've got to set your strategy. Now you'll probably hear this again and again over the next couple days. A podcast is not a strategy. A strategy, according to Wiki this Wikipedia definition, a strategy is a long-term plan of action designed to achieve a particular goal. What a podcast is is really a tactic to help you achieve a goal. So here's some different goals that you could pursue. Um, perhaps thought leadership. Maybe you want to position yourself or your company as leaders in your space. And that's one of the things we try to do with the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. We want to position um, our knowledge and our expertise in the area of Internet Marketing. Perhaps you want to build brand awareness. You want to uh, promote your brand or your company or maybe even your personal brand if you're doing uh, personal brand development. You want a connection with a community or create a community or maybe you just want to have a little bit of fun. You just want to create a music podcast for yourself and a group of friends. Um, Marshall McLuhan, if, if anyone uh, familiar with McLuhan, this famous quote, the medium is the message. The author McLuhan uh, said that the medium is the message and, and it was very, it's very, very true with podcasting where your podcast becomes a marketing vehicle, becomes a, a communications vehicle where you can carry a message about your products and services, your thought leadership and your beliefs. While I was researching uh, Mr. McLuhan, I found some other very interesting quotes. And he's no longer with us, but it's interesting how, how much foresight he said. This quote, Today the business of business is becoming the constant invention of new business. 
And I know there's nothing so true about my business, about our business, about the internet business. If you're not figuring out the new strategies and tactics, you're out of business. I thought this quote was interesting. Camp is popular because it gives people a sense of reality to see a replay of their lives. And here we are at, at PodCamp Boston, and this camp is going to be replayed uh, on our podcast. And finally, the final uh, quote I thought was interesting. The future of the book is the blurb. Wow, isn't that interesting? In, in, you know, most of us in the room today have a blog, and a blog post is really a little blurb. The future of the book today, I would say, is the blog, and I'm sure Mr. McLuhan would agree uh, with us today. So let's get into some interactive. What other suggestions do you have for how to set your strategy? Anyone who's developed a podcast, what can you share with everybody else in the audience about how to set your strategy? Well, my podcast was sort of a personal journal, and in some of the feedback, I found out that people were more interested in a certain aspect of it, you know, being a tech evangelist to the arts. So I don't think I would have come up with that on my own right from a blank sheet of paper, but just by jumping in, something seemed to take, and the rest of it wasn't as interesting to people. That's awesome. So you started out as a personal journey, but you became a tech evangelist to the arts. What's the name of your podcast? Feel free to promote podcast websites. Uh, Audio Pod Chronicles. Audio Pod Chronicles. That's great. The comment was um, a lot of times you get into a podcast and then it finds your voice. Um, the interesting thing about our podcast is we started out as an internet marketing podcast, but one of the things that I find really interesting is personal tools I can use to improve my productivity or just personal things that I love that are fun on the internet. So I've evolved the podcast a little bit. It's not just about marketing, it's also about cool things you can do to save time or increase your productivity on the web. Okay, golden rule number two for finding a podcast is finding your voice. So you've got to find your brand message or your tone of your podcast. Branding is very, very important. So we were very fortunate. Our company's called 10 Golden Rules, and so we called it the 10 Golden Rules podcast. We've got the 10 Golden Rules blog, so our branding is consistent. Your podcast has to be entertaining. You've got to put things into your podcast that are going to keep people listening. Things like segues, the, the sessions where you go from one section to another, find a little bit of a musical bite, and also features, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in another section. And for those of us who saw Matthew Ebel last night, the Podsafe Music Network makes a tremendous amount of amazing music available that you can play on your podcast, rights-free and free of charge. Um, Joe Jaffe recently renamed his podcast Across the Sound. How many people have heard Across the Sound or, or Jaffe Juice? Only about four or five. And he renamed his podcast to Jaffe Juice, which is, is his blog brand, and he has a subhead. The subhead is a very great, good way to communicate what your podcast is all about. But it's great if your name can explain what your podcast is. Because when people do a search in the iTunes store or the search in a directory, you've got to explain what it is you're offering people on your podcast. Um, John Wall and Christopher Penn, how many people know Marketing Over Coffee? Know the guys? About five or six? Um, their podcast is called Marketing Over Coffee. And the two of them sit down here in Boston at a Dunkin' Donuts every week, and they record some what's happening in marketing and the comment on the news in marketing. Great little 15-20-minute uh, podcast, but it's very clear. Marketing over coffee, you get what it is. And Danny Sullivan, how many people know the Daily Searchcast? Or Danny Sullivan, only three or four. How many people are into search marketing? Only about three or four, three, four, five. Okay, great. Um, and so Danny's really the guru of search engine marketing, and his podcast is called the Daily Searchcast, and he covers search engine marketing. 
Um, can I get some interact some some comments on finding your voice or maybe experienced <coughs> podcasters things you've done to find your voice on your podcast? I'm looking for like I'm looking for what's a vacuum in the environment. There's a uh, I think there's a vacuum for women's voices in the environment as in as in the rest of the media. So that's helped me. I'm nearly I'm nearly ready to launch, but. Um, by looking at all the other podcasts and all the other blogs and even just um, academic papers on women in the new media, I'm realizing that That's a great comment. The, the comment was, um, she, she says that there's a vacuum for women's podcasts, and so she's listening to a bunch of other podcasts, doing academic searches to find uh, information about what's out there. And I think that's a really, really great point. If you find out what's out there, then you can fill a niche or fill a void. And niches are great, by the way. Um, I just heard a story last night. They're, they launched a knitting podcast. They launched a knitting podcast. Here, I'll, I'll hold it so I don't... You know, I'll run it, yeah. Uh, g'day, everyone. Paul Young. I uh, do the four podcast. But the knitting podcast we launched was for work. I work for a social media agency called Conversion in New York, working with a company called Linebrand Yarn. It's at uh, yarncraft.linebrand.com. Anyway, we just launched our first episode We've done a bit of research in the space. We found this vibrant online knitting community. There's a social network called Ravelry for Knitters that has 20,000 users and 15,000 on the waiting list. It's been launched for a few months. Anyway, in about five days, we've had 15,000-plus downloads. Um, the funniest thing is that the CEO of the company, it's family business, he's um, an older guy, and when he started in the business, his mum used to respond to every postcard, every letter they got. She used to do it by hand. And now he's seeing the same kind of thing happening, but he's doing it through a podcast, he feels. And they're all really... So it's transforming their business. And it's amazing the niches you can find and the audience you can find through podcasts. That's <laughs> Yarncraft, um, Y-A-R-N, craft, dot line brand, uh, dot com. It's called Yarncraft. You'll, you'll send me an email and I'll put the links yeah. in the show notes. I'll, I'll Twitter it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had one more back yeah. here. Podcasts are all copying each other, that they were like the first 10, and then everybody keeps mapping on, like in art class in elementary school, where you're like, oh, that's how to draw a tree. And it's really frustrating because this is such a wide open, creative, infinitely possible thing. So I just would really appreciate more creativity and the idea of branding and finding your voice. Like, really find your voice, like, take risks, and like, your audience, I think, will come to you, especially if it's unique and creative. Find your own voice, make it unique, make it creative. Golden rule number three is your podcast needs a home. It's got to have a place on the web where people can find it. So you need a URL that, if, if you're lucky, you can find something descriptive that matches the name of, that you want to use for your podcast. And you can also set up a blog. And one of the easiest ways to get a blog set up is you go to blogger.com, which is free, and Google owns Blogger, so they read everything right away into Google. WordPress or TypePad. Set up a blog, and then you can do a blog feed um, say, say your name and your podcast if you have one. My name is Jonathan Bloom, and my po podcast um, website is the name I want is taken dot com. And <laughs> that, your name is the name I want is taken dot com. The name I, but it's memorable. <laughs> and, yeah, that's great. And, and finding a home for your podcast, I suggest first uh, finding a host that can host kind of podcast. So finding a hosting company. And then um, go to godaddy.com and or one of those sites and. Buy the domain. Go to GoDaddy.com, buy the domain. And then either use Blogger, WordPress, or Typepad, and the blog software will make it easy for you to do it. I mean, yeah. Blog software, software makes it really easy. It's very easy to just add the feed for your podcast. I think I had one more back here. So where do, you, where do you set up a home for your podcast? How do you do that? Well, I actually do a lot of home setup, but the comment I have is when you're thinking about your voice, 
and you're thinking about it, what your style is going to be, you're also going to think about your name. And it's very important that that name meshes with your URL because when the URL matches and the title matches and your posts all have similar tags, you're going to do better in the search engine. So just be aware of what you're going to call your voice and make sure that you can get that within your URL so you're branding on multiple levels. So the name is very important. It has to match with your URL or your website name. And you can actually send a blog to a URL. So if you can get a name, and even like say 10 Golden Rules wasn't available, I could get 10-golden-rules or 10goldenrules.net or 10goldenrules.us, which Jaffe called um, jointheconversation.us. I think that's an interesting take on US. It, maybe we should all just start calling it us, and, and that's a great URL. The TV URL. Or .tv is great. Um, dot cc. Okay, golden rule number four, the tools of the trade. So it, podcasting is really, really simple. You can make it a lot more complex, but really you just need a computer. You need a basic microphone. Um, I use a Logitech USB, so it just plugs right into my computer. It's the headphone and the mic. And I use an M-Audio MicroTrack, which is this recording device I'm using right now. And the sound is amazing on this thing. Really, the, the mic's the only cost. I mean, assuming everybody needs a computer or has access to one. The, this mic's about $35 because it has an on-off switch. They're only about $20. And the, the, the MicroTrack's a little bit more expensive. These, uh, this or a Zune. I see Paul has a Zune, which is, those run two to $300. But you can uh, find cheaper versions of this as well. So you need your hardware and you need your software. So the presentation before used GarageBand, which is, comes with your Macs. And I use Cast Blaster. And Cast Blaster is really, really easy. It's only about $49, and it's simple point and click. You just click play. It plays the music. Then you click talk. You talk. Then you click music. Then it's really, really simple. It makes it really, really easy. Um, and then there's a few other things that make your podcasts bring them to life. The PodSafe Music Network, a really great way to get a bunch of music that's available for use on podcasts, rights-free, free of charge. We use K7.net. And people, they, they give me a phone number. Again, it's free. And people can call that number. It's 206-888-6606. I'd absolutely love to have you call into our show. That's 206-888-6606. And if you call that number, the system digitizes your voice and makes an audio, creates an MP3 file, and I can just drop that onto the podcast. It's very, very easy. I do use Audacity because I, I drop it into Audacity and I can clean it up. It cleans up the sound a little bit. Audacity is uh, free software and it also comes free with the microtrack. I use Skype for phone calls. Skype is the free voiceover uh, phone system. And PowerGrammo can record a two-way Skype conversation. And finally, I use Levelator once in a while. Levelator is another free software and what it does is it sets the levels even. So sometimes I've interviewed two people at a time and one of them is very quiet. And so Levelator kind of levels everybody out. So let's get some comments on other tools of the trade, other things people can use to start their podcast or set up their podcast. I had one here. Uh, this is more of a question. If you're doing phone interviews, is Skype the main way to go to, to get the two-way dialogue and the capture? Or can you do that over like a, a conventional phone line? The question was about phone interviews. And I haven't mastered phone interviews. And the first thing I started doing was using freeconference.com. And it's an amazing service. It can set up free conference calls, and I use it all the time for business. And it makes you look like, you know, you're a really sophisticated person and company, because, but it's like free. <laughs> it's great. 
So freeconference.com also has a feature where you can record the, uh, a conversation, you can record a conference call, and they send you an audio file that you can use on the show. So it sounds a lot like a phone conversation. So getting into Skype and PowerGrammo creates a, a more of a digital version because you're going voice over IP. And I'd love some other suggestions on how you can do audio calls. I see one back here. Um, yeah, I'm Mike Ball. We have a um, podcast with three um, bloggers it's on leftahead.com. Oh, leftahead.com. Right. It's Pinko. Yeah, so. But we use Blog Talk Radio for our main, uh, and it's free, and everybody can call into the number. We use our cell phones for the free minutes, but people can call in. We have guests from throughout Massachusetts and other places in the country, so everybody gets in, and they produce an MP3. Uh, you can go to their site to do it, but we put the player on ours and make it available as an MP3. So it's Blog important. Talk Radio. That's, that's great, and it's like a conversational piece. I haven't listened to it yet, but I know Brian Person and a number of the organizing committee were using blogtalkradio.com. One of the, the tools that, um, that I use is FeedBurner, and if, especially if you're getting started, that will kind of optimize your RSS feed and make it so that regardless of what type of client your listener is listening to, they can get the content, and it will also give you statistics. And my, web, my um, podcast is dcnightout.com. DC Night Out, thanks so much. And um, feed, well, I'm going to talk about FeedBurner as well in a minute because FeedBurner is the tool that sends out your podcast to iTunes and the other um, sites. There's a, a subscription service called Audio Acrobat, and it's about 20 bucks a month at the basic level, and you get your uh, phone number to dial into your own personal password, and you can record conference calls. You can record audio straight off. It uh, uh, digitizes and turns it right into an MP3 file. You log on to their system, and you can download it. You can stream it. You get It generates code for you to put it on What's a website. What's the URL again? It's audioacrobat.com. Audioacrobat.com. That's awesome. Thank you all so much for contributing. I, I'm going to keep it going because I don't want to run into the next session. Or the next golden rule is show prep. And there's a lot of different ways people do this. They just use Word documents or Notepad. I'm a bit of a PowerPoint geek. You figured that out already. But what I do is I just set up a little PowerPoint file, and then I just sort of copy and paste to create the next show. So episode 10 becomes episode 11, and I just I keep a list of everything I do in the show. So on episode 10, we had a call in from Mitch Joel, which we played on the show. And, and I, I put the times at the end. So that takes about a minute. Then I do my introduction. I do housekeeping. I talked about the launch of Annie's Costumes in Second Life. We had some great call-ins from Thomas Parrott in London, England, Joe Jaffe, Tim Coyne, Sean Collins. Then I went into the live from the blog section, and everyone in our company does blog postings, and then they record their best blog posting. So we call that live from the blog. We had an interview with Steve Krug in episode 10, which is really fantastic. How many people know Steve Krug? Don't make me think amazing book on website design. It's absolutely the, you know, the Bible on website design and usability. And, so, and then there's some things like my 10 list. We do a list of 10 tools or tips. We didn't do that in this show, so I had no time against that, or the blog or podcast of the week. We pick a blog or podcast we really love, and we make it the blog or podcast of the week. And then I just do bullet points like this. So this is how this show would have worked. So... Um, Play, um, play Mitch Joel, and I set my levels. 
Welcome to episode 10 of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. We've got some cool call-ins. We've got an amazing conversation with website design icon Steve Krug, author of Don't Make Me Think. We've got uh, Best of Live from the blog section. And we're going to mash up ACDC, the B-52s, traditional klezmer, and hip-hop. And let me show you how that works. Hey, Jay, it's Mitch Joel calling from Six Pixels of Separation, the Twisty Mash podcast from beautiful Montreal. Hope you're doing great. A little bird told me that it's 10 Golden Rules, 10th episode. So congrats, 10. That's, that's 10. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I should call them for six. You know, the whole six pixels, six points thing. Who knows? Really looking forward to catching up with you at PodCamp Boston and Welcome to episode 10 of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. Very excited about this show. We have some cool call-ins, an amazing conversation with web design icon Steve Krug, the author of Don't Make Me Think. We've got a special best of live from the blog, and we'll mash up ACDC, the B-52s, traditional Jewish klezmer, and hip-hop. And then I just click a button and it plays the intro music, and we're off and running. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. Okay, so I use the show notes, the show prep. And the, the interesting thing about using Cast Blaster is I just record the show live. I leave all the bumps and warts and blisters. But the show preparation takes a, an, an incredible amount of time because you're basically scripting out um, what's going to happen. You're taking the audio calls and figuring out where they're going to play and what you're going to say before or after. And some people are really great at just sort of winging it, but I've got to actually prep the show. And that's taking three or four hours, and then the show itself is 45 minutes, and then I'm done. Um, so any other ideas for show preparation, other things you do, other things that work or don't work? One thing, I used to run a very interactive podcast called Five Questions, where the whole point of the podcast was to get responses from my audience, and their responses became the content for the show. But this makes for a very complicated show prep because you might have a 1,000 emails to go through by which to choose five to actually be used on the show. So what I did was spend a lot of time in setting up my show prep so that when emails came in, they went directly to a database. And I had set it up so that when I'm doing show prep, I would open the database, check, be able to read all the answers, check out four or five things, and then it would print my show notes for me and do it very quickly. So the more time you invest in making your show prep effective, you will save that time on the back end, and you'll save that with every show afterwards. Think about the most effective way to do prep, and don't be afraid to change the way you do prep as your show changes over time. One more idea for people on how to prep a show. Um, just, just some food for thought because you said you took three or four hours to do show prep. I did a 45-minute show um, every week for a year, and I did maybe 20 minutes of prep time that would be, you know, calling. I, I did half the show was interview, half the show was um, education. It was a podcast for real estate agents, and so the 20 minutes was call, finding a person to interview, and I would set up all those interviews at once so that you don't have to plan it over time and then just write out because I, I had the exact same format that I used every single week so when you're using the same format over and over again it makes it easier you know exactly what you go looking for what are you going to promote um, so on and so forth and your your listeners get used to hearing the format so if they don't want to hear pieces of it they know they can just skip through it and whatever and they can call in and comment on the format thank exactly. you very much so the, the comment was you get better over time and that's really very important my first show took me about six months to do, 
<laughs> and then the next show took about 10 hours and nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. And we're, we're getting better and better. So next up, sir, golden rule number six is content is king. And this is the, the axiom that's used for search engine marketing. Content is king. You need lots of words and content on your website if you want Google and the other search engines to find your website. And the same thing for your podcast. You obviously have to have really good content. And Mitch Joel is the king of community, meaning lots of people call in with lots of interesting stuff that's happening in their lives. And so we really encourage that. And, and, and it, it's really the best way to come up with what's new, what's happening, what's out there, is getting people, encouraging them to call, call into your show. Great interviews really make the show. I mentioned Steve Krug. We interviewed Tim Westergren, who's the founder of Pandora. Any Pandora fans in the room? Fans in the room? It's a great free radio station. You put in a, a band you love, and it creates a station all around that band. It's really awesome. And he was just on the cover of Inc. magazine. And we interviewed Laura Steritis, who's the VP of Business Wire. And she, we talked about 10 tips for how to get your press release picked up in the search engines. We've developed a bunch of features, like the Live from the Blog, our 10 list, where we list 10 tips or ideas, the song of the week we play at the er end of every show, and the blog or podcast of the week, regular features that makes it easier. We don't have to come up with new stuff all the time. Um, these presentations are great. I've, obviously, this is going to be a very easy week for me. Thank you all very much. <laughs> this is, you know, I'll, I'll download this, this recording, and uh, this show will go live. And the other thing that it's really neat is coming up with something that has never been done before. So Mitch Joel did a beach cast the same week I was in the Bahamas, and I did a beach cast. He got it there first. But I, I did a beach cast, and I just did sort of, I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I just took my M-Audio out to the beach, recorded a few thoughts, just things that were in my head, and, and it played pretty well, and it was neat. You had the sounds of the birds in the background. Um, Joe Jaffe did a Skype, a live Skype recording. So he announced on Twitter that he was podcast recording, and then he asked people to call in. He, he recorded it live. I think that was the first time. And Adam Curry's done plane casts where he, he records stuff from a plane. Coffee or Podcasts CD. that I listen to sort of recap what their blogs do and their websites do through the week. That's a great so, idea. Because I don't have time to read every single thing that comes through you know, a certain blog, but if I listen to the, to the podcast in the car or something, I can find out what the interesting stories were and maybe go back. and. That's a great idea. Just a lot of podcasts now are rehashing the news or rehashing the news on their own blogs and websites. And, and I find that as a tremendous benefit because I'm like you. I don't, when I'm at my computer, I've got 100 emails screaming at me. I don't have time to read as many blogs as I'd love to, but if the podcasts make that available for me in an auditory manner. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, some of the uh, podcasts the you like. Warcraft um, has uh, the, it's, uh, WoW Radio. It's WoW Radio as part of the WoW um, World of Warcraft blog. I don't remember what the URL is. Yeah. Wow Insider, World wow of Insider, Warcraft. Yeah. And they, they just recap a lot of the stuff they talk about in the blogs in the week, and it's really cool. And, the, and again, you know, the easiest way to find podcasts is just Google searching or searching some of the directories. Okay, step number seven is post-production, getting your, your blog live. So we've, everything we do at our company, we do a 10-steps document. And so we can, every, multiple people at the company can follow the document. So here's our 10 steps. Choose the FTP, customize the FTP, install a web editor. You guys all have the printout. This is very technical, and we'll make it available in the show notes. The, the, the other things that I find are really, really important is you've got to get it on your blog or your website. So we put the new uh, episode of the podcast on our homepage with a link to a page that's all about the podcast. And the show notes are very, very important. 
Um, and then we, I also link to it from the blog, and we send out the link love. You see links here to grandparents.com. We interviewed the CEO, Jerry Sharashewski. And then the other, the other thing that's really important is anyone who's participated on your podcast, and those of you who did, please give me your cards at the end of the session because I want to be able to tell, send you an email and tell you that you're on the podcast, that the podcast is live, and where the link is. Any other tips for post-production? Any? This also is a tool. Libsyn is probably your most important post-production. Their hosting costs are cheap. It's L-I-B-S-Y-N, right? Yep. And is there a cost for Libsyn? Their cheapest one is $5 a month, um, and then it goes up from there to no more than 25 a month. Unlimited bandwidth, and they have excellent statistics on how effective your podcast is doing, how many people download it, what client. So, so Libsyn's like a competitor to FeedBurner, right? It, it, no, oh, Libsyn works with FeedBurner. Libsyn works with FeedBurner? It's a hosting service for your podcast. FeedBurner will check how many people are actually reading your blog, reading your podcast. Libsyn will just tell you how many people have downloaded the physical audio file. Okay, so, so Libsyn, Libsyn is where your podcast resides, right? They host, they host the actual audio. I will, uh, to add to that, their analytical tools are probably the best out there, I, you know, unless I'm mistaken. Um, and also for a one-stop shop to upload, um, again, he mentioned Cast Blaster. It's a great tool to use. You're on the Windows platform. I wish they'd release it for the Mac. I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> um, the other thing to keep in mind if you've never podcasted before is that your editing time will take you about three times as long, two to three times as long as the recording time. So figure that in for your, your planning. Yeah, so if you edit, I don't edit, but your editing time will take <laughs> – your editing time will take two to three times as long. I do edit interviews and stuff. I mean, obviously, there's gaps in this show that we're going to have to take out. Okay, so this is um, the, some of the stuff we know really well from everything else we do, making your show searchable. How do you get your show found on Google and the other search engines? We use a tool called Word Tracker, and we, we do research on how many, how many times people search different keyword phrases. So this is research we did for 10 Golden Rules. And the phrase Internet marketing is searched 988 times in an average 24-hour period on Google. 268 times on Yahoo and 189 times on MSN. The term online marketing is only searched 363 times in an average 24-hour period. So the name of my podcast is the 10 Golden Rules Internet Marketing Podcast because that phrase is searched a lot more than the, uh, than the term online marketing. And then you want to include keyword phrases that are very descriptive in your show description on iTunes and also each episode description. So this is my iTunes and I... When you click on left-click, you can see the show description, and those words are actually in iTunes and the other directories. So you want to use very clear, concise descriptions full of keyword phrases that people are searching. We, we actually create a, a unique page for every episode of the podcast, and we add a page to our website, and you want to add lots of words to the page. The search engine guidelines are 250 to 1,000 words on every page, and include those keyword phrases you're targeting. So you see this page, there's a lot of words on the page. And then add the meta, meta tags, the title and description tags. Add those keyword phrases again so you're creating a unique page for each episode of your podcast or at least one page for your podcast. And you see what happens. Our podcast is only three or four months old. And if you search Internet Marketing Podcast, we're already on page one of Google. And Business Marketing Podcast, also page one of Google. Um, you also want to get listed in the directories. So... Pod shows a, a really big, really popular directory. Uh, Podcast Pickle's another one we've been picked up on. I was um, 
very happy we're in position seven on podcast pickle for uh, I think this is business podcast or marketing podcast. So any other directories, any other ideas for making a show searchable? Thank you. There's a uh, local company, uh, podcast.com, that's in beta right now, and they have, they're doing directory in a different way. I've been playing with it, and it's a great way to find things if you don't know exactly what you're looking for. So it's uh, podcast.com. And- a local company, podcast.com, a great way to find things. Google AdWords. As a matter of fact, Google AdWords is next in, uh, thank you for the segue, paid promotion. Um, I search marketing podcast, and there's our, the guys, uh, John and Chris. Chris is one of the founders of PodCamp, do paid ads. So Google AdWords on the right-hand side, and you, you can get these, these paid clicks for 10, 20, 30 cents, especially if you're in a small niche, and you only pay if someone clicks on go- the ad and comes to your website. And there's Mitch Joel at the bottom of the page for the, the search for marketing podcast. So that's just available at adwords.google.com. Um, some other ideas for paid promotion. We're handing out these gold CDs. And it's a recording of a show, and it gives people a sample. And when I speak at conferences and whatnot, I'm recording the show and handing it out. That's a banner, a podcast banner for a, a show called the Biza Podcast. And then there's the paid press releases. And I told you before, this is one of our best tricks in our entire internet marketing arsenal. And I'm going to show you exactly how to optimize a press release for pickup on Google and the other search engines. Step number one, as I mentioned before, is do the keyword research. Find out in Word Tracker or the Overture tool how many times people are searching different phrases. Step number two is find phrases that are highly searched but not that highly competed for. So this phrase, better website ROI, better website return on investment, is searched 202 times. There's only 740 competing sites. This phrase, internet marketing, promotion, and advertising, is searched 41 times, only 897 competing. And video podcasting for profit is searched four times in an average 24-hour period. And only one other website has the exact words, video podcasting for profit, in Google's hit information. Is that a question or a comment? Oh, we create the chart using Word Tracker. WordTracker.com is a free tool for search engine information. Word Tracker. W-O-R-D-T-R-A-C-K-E-R. And there is a free tool, and there's also a paid tool. So then we are going to select three keyword phrases that we're going to focus on. And you don't want to try and jam every keyword phrase into a press release, or it's going to read like this. Better website ROI, search engine optimization reviews, SEO copywriting, search engine management. We don't want to do that. So we picked three phrases. And this is a press release we donated for PodCamp Boston. So we said, um, we we found the phrase internet marketing, promotion, and advertising. You saw that in the research. Search 41 times a day. Internet marketing training course, 11 times a day. And video podcasting for profit. You want to use the phrases, if you can, in the title or subtitle of your press release. In the first paragraph, the middle, and the last paragraph of your press release. So you see in the title, we, we, we called it Free on Conference. To demystify podcast, blogs, web 2.0, social media, and internet marketing, promotion, and advertising. The keyword phrase we're targeting is exactly the way it came up in the research. In the subhead, in the first paragraph, throughout the body, and at the end of the press release, we've used those terms. Add the press release to the website first. The most important step in getting your website to come up in the search engines, often overlooked. 
add it to your website first. So it goes words on the page. Google loves lots of words on the page. 250 to 1,000 words makes a great page of SEO content. And then we link to that page from our blog. So the press release went on our website, and then our blog that's in Blogger. Google owns Blogger, so you know they're going to follow the links from the blog to the page. They're going to read or index the words that you've added to the page on your website. And then, voila, there we are. Internet marketing, promotion, and advertising search 41 times a day. We're in number two on Google. This press release went out on Tuesday. Free unconference. Did you miss my podcast? Video podcasting for profit. Only search four times a day, but you know, add that up over a year. Um, position number three on Google. In, 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 you know, this was just in two days. Uh, Internet marketing training course, page one on Google. So adding those keyword phrases is very effective. And I mentioned this phrase earlier on, better website ROI. I spoke two weeks ago in Birmingham, Alabama at the American Marketing Association, and I called the, I called the presentation, Achieve Better Website ROI and SEO Visibility. Did the keyword research. We found a phrase, search 202 times a day. And look at that, page one for something that's coming up, 200 searches a day. Any other ideas for paid promotion? Any other um, ways that you can promote your podcast with paid tools? And any other ways that you can promote a podcast using paid mediums? Pay to have a review done in the blog and that kind of stuff to get a backlink to your website, which will really help out. Okay, and free promotion. We love free, right? And the Internet's all about free. Um, a number of people, the uh, Inside PR podcast, anyone listen to this uh, out of Canada? Um, the guys created a Facebook group, and there's a number of podcasters who've created groups on Facebook where people who love the podcast or love the community can come and share ideas and post to each other. Another good one is to ask a question in LinkedIn or Facebook. I asked a couple questions in LinkedIn. I said, um, when you listen to a podcast, when you find a new podcast, do you listen to the most recent episode or the first episode? And uh, let me take a poll. Who listens to the most recent episode? Who listens to the first episode? Just a few. So most people listen to the most recent episode. And that was the answer I got on LinkedIn. But of course, like a dozen of the people who answered the question checked out my podcast. So it's a great way to promote your podcast. Um, free promotion. Twitter. Adam Curry, every time a new issue of the Daily Source Code comes out, he sends out a tweet. DSC is filled with cheese. DSC 638 is up. Post Fubar edition. Um, oh, Adam Curry, the Daily Source Code. Um, Adam is, I think, the first podcaster or the second, and his show is about um, new media, about internet. He's involved with the Podsafe Music Network and uh, um, Cast Blaster, and he also flies around the world and he's at all the conferences. And so it's it's about podcasting, internet, yeah, DSC Daily Source Code. Um, I added my podcast to my email signature. So when I speak at a conference, we talk about the podcast. You can do promos. You can record audio bits, and maybe you can even trade. So maybe if there's some of you in the room who'd like to play a promo for my show on your show, and I'll play my, your show on my show, and we'll all be friends. Blog comments, so commenting on other people's blogs. Call-ins. Business cards. You know, everyone should have business cards here. Interviews at events. This is a great thing that, that, that I've discovered is I, I just interview people at these kind of events, and then I send them an email. Hey, you're in the podcast, and they send it to their friends. And when I interviewed Steve Krug, he sent it out to his whole list, and he's got a massive email list. Everybody's looking for great content. We love it when you call our show. 
we're not going to edit it out. We're not going to not use, you know, 99% of the times when I get or when I get a recording, as a matter of fact, 100% of the time someone's called my K7 line, this happens to be 206-888-6606, please call in because, you know, if you, if you even uncover a new way to send emails or a new way to edit a podcast or a new website that's really cool or a YouTube video that's skyrocketing up the charts, call it in. Because that's the kind of stuff that we're all looking for. We're looking for content. So who has some additional ideas for free ways to promote a podcast? I'll go to the back and I'll work my way back. Another way to promote a podcast for free. Uh, well, first, here, I'll trade you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Brad, Brad has a podcast called Second Shift. Second. And uh, tell us about the show. All right. Uh, Second Shift is an online audio drama. So it's not a talk podcast. It's a full cast uh, fantasy story that is produced basically like the old audio like the old radio dramas were uh, awesome more of a modern style story okay and how do you promote it for free uh basically get your listeners to do as much of the work as you possibly can one of the things that i really pushed for when we were first going live was i really wanted to make sure that we had a forum a message board up before the show went live great idea once we got we always have as much we put as much of the content as possible on the forum and then encourage people to get to get involved by you know, every uh, every episode has a thread and so, so on that's and so awesome. forth. That's awesome. A forum, that's great. I'm going to cut these a little short because I want to finish for the next speaker. Submit authored articles. Authored articles. You get a little awesome. paragraph. Ezine articles is one of the best. Is there another good site to submit to? You can just search for um, article submission and you can submit an article. My background is old-fashioned print journalism, and I can't, in the case of local podcasts, which is what I'm working on now, I can't overstate the need to get out to the local print media, do an interview. A lot of them have never heard of podcasts. People who read the papers who might not be afraid to click on a link, even if they're not sure of how it works, might be interested in knowing about your show, and since it's new and different, the press will eat it up. So get out to the local media, do interviews, explain what podcasts are. A couple more ideas? Okay, I'm going to stick around. I have some copies of the presentation if you didn't get one. I have copies of the CD. I just want to do the references quickly. Mitch Joel did a session on show 54. Brian Person just did a Newcom Road, number 36, on the soup to nuts of starting a podcast with Scott Monty. And Scott Monty had a great blog post, and it's about four pages long on how to podcast. Donna Papacost has a great podcast called Trafcom News. Recommended reading... Jason Van Orden's in this room at 12.30. Jason, if you're here, I look forward to meeting you. And I'll be back here at 12.30 promoting your podcast, How to Do Everything with Podcasting, Shell and Neville and Podcasting for Dummies. So in conclusion, number one, set your strategy. Find your unique voice in your brand. Create a home for your podcast. Learn the tools of the trade. You just need a mic and some simple software. Do a lot of show prep. Come up with great content, interviews, Call-ins are fantastic. Post-produce your show. Get it out there. Make it searchable. Use the free press releases. Use the traditional press. Paid promotion and free promotion. And with that, have a great podcast. Thank you very much, everybody. Well, a big, big thank you to everyone who participated in that session. And, of course, Len Edgerly, who, who filled the room for me with his Twitters. Uh, thank you so much, Len. Um, just a couple th more things on, on, on this session. Obviously, we did it to try and give everybody the tools of 
the, the 10 golden rules of launching and creating a new podcast. So if you know anyone who's thinking of podcasting, I appreciate it. If you please refer them to this session, refer them to the PowerPoint, which is going to be on the show notes with this session. It's going to be available at 10goldenrules.com. Click on the podcast link. We'll put a link in our blog as well. So um, please pass this around, share it, and contribute. You know, what are some of the things that you uh, didn't hear on the on, on this show that you're using to promote your podcast? What are some of the other things that we didn't cover that I didn't think of and that the people in the audience didn't get a chance to mention? Um, how, what are other ways you, you uh, distribute a podcast? What are some of the technologies you use? Different um, software, microphones, etc., etc. So please share. Be a part of the community. Give us a call, 206-888-6606, or send an email to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com or call the call-in line 206-888-6606. I'd be pleased to share your, your, your call-in and your information with everybody on a future version of the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Now, our final section is the song of the week, and, it, and, and I'm going to share a really pretty, pretty song from Natalie Gelman who attended the presentation you just heard and came and introduced herself after the presentation was very enthusiastic and asked us to come and see her perform on Saturday night. And we did, and she's great. And she was a big hit at the party on Saturday night. Her CD is available on um, the Podcast Music Network, or sorry, the Podsafe Music Network. And you can find it at myspace.com slash Natalie Gelman, spelled N-A-T-A-L-I-G-E-L-M-A-N, Natalie Gelman. Um, on MySpace. And Natalie also recorded this little intro after my live presentation. So say hi to Natalie and enjoy her song called Never. We'll see you next week, everybody. Uh, have a great one. This is Natalie Gelman coming to you from PodCamp Boston, and you can check me out on the PodSafe Music Network and also on my website, nataliegelman.com. Find me on YouTube and MySpace, LinkedIn, Facebook, and I think eventually I'm going to succumb to being on Twitter. She's got hair of gold A bright smile So she's been told You can find her every night Crying yourself
Thank you for listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call-in line 206-888-6606. with Cast Blaster.